This episode of Forging Flame is brought to you by Onnit.com. Onnit is a company all about total human optimization. They have fitness equipment, workout videos, resources and certifications, and some of the best dietary supplements on the market. Their three primary supplements are Alpha Brain, Shroom Tech, and New Mood. In case you don't know, Alpha Brain supports memory and focus and aids in mental processing. Shroom Tech improves exercise volume and assists aerobic performance, and New Mood supports natural serotonin production. I've personally used Alpha Brain and Shroom Tech, and I had amazing results with both. And if you use the promo code FORGINGFLAME at checkout, you'll receive 10% off any dietary supplement, and you'll help support this podcast. Once again, that's onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T.com. This episode is also brought to you by Hotel Tango Distillery. We're proud to have the support of the nation's first combat-disabled, veteran-owned distillery. Hotel Tango boasts a proud product lineup of nine different spirits and liqueurs, including a six-year, soon-to-be ten-year reserve bourbon, a two-year bourbon, a straight rye whiskey with a whole lot of spice, vodka, gin, my favorite, rum, limoncello, orange cello, and a delicious cherry liqueur. Those are available practically nationwide. By now, Hotel Tango is distributing to retailers in Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, Texas, Wisconsin, Missouri, Nebraska, Louisiana, South Dakota, North Dakota, Florida, Alaska, Illinois, California, Georgia, Washington, and military bases all throughout the country and world. You can visit HotelTangoDistillery.com for more information about the distillery, uh, where you can get it. You can also go to shop.hoteltangowhiskey.com if you're in one of those states that allows for liquor to be sent by mail. Hit them up, check out the lineup, order something, and even enter promo code FORGINGFLAME for 10% off of your booze purchase. And, well, if your state don't allow that, then sorry about you. That's HotelTangoWhiskey.com. Welcome to Forging Flame, a podcast where we have conversations with all types of creative folks. My name is Ryan Selleck. And I'm Nick Hinton. And today we have uh, a very special guest. His name is Ricardo Laranja. This guy was my teacher in college. He was my mentor. I learned so much through Ricardo. Basically, he launched me into uh, my my uh, my pathway into understanding audio and production and video, and I just have so much respect for this guy. So we're on location at his studio, Laranja Studios, and here he is, Ricardo. How are you today, buddy? I'm good. You 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 work me up too much, man. Oh man, you can't do that. I can't I can't work <laughs> you up enough, man. Um, so yeah, I started taking classes with Ricardo back in 2005 and had a basic audio class with him. That's right. Yep. And uh, Now, you took all of my classes, didn't I you? I took every one of yeah, them. Yeah, so there was four <laughs> courses during that time. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're, uh, you're currently teaching at the uh, Music Arts and Technology Department at IUPUI, correct? Yes. And yeah. you're also the music director at your church? Yes. That's Den- it's in Danville. It's a Catholic church. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And what else are you up to nowadays? Oh, man. So I also teach piano and voice 
Nice. Yeah, so I have private students. I do that. And uh, I do video work here and there whenever it's, uh, there's anything available to, to do. So I'm actually going to be shooting a video next week for the war memorials downtown. Yeah. Nice. That, yeah, when we came in, uh, Ricardo was showing us his brand new 6K camera. Monster. Do you need that many Ks, Ricardo? <laughs> yes, I, I think we all, we need the more the more K's the better. It's <laughs> the first time I've ever seen that many K's in person. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no, it's 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 nice to have that. I was trying to tell you guys is because you know you just remember that when you have shooting something at high resolution, it's a much bigger picture, right? Yeah. So when you go back down to HDs, which what what is on our TVs. You know, and then it looks just, you can zoom in this stuff and it's just so much better, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. so what's this project with the war, war memorial? What are you doing there? Okay. So basically it's, um, um, they have an event that they shoot, they do every, um, year and where they recognize the missing in action, um, uh, veterans. Mm-hmm. And so this year they can't do it live, so they they hired me to do a production of the event, you know, do a video production of it, so they can go live. And it's gonna go live on Facebook and YouTube or somewhere like this, you know. Oh, very cool. So it's late September there sometime. Nice. Yeah. So. Are you still uh, uh, doing any production work in the meantime? Are you producing any artists? I mean. This studio, it feels like it keeps <laughs> growing every time I come back here. Yeah, no, it doesn't grow any more than this, okay. Ryan. It, it stays the same size. <laughs> and that's the problem because I keep getting more stuff, right, to put in here. So that's a problem. <laughs> but uh, no, I am I am actually comp- uh, producing uh, music still. I do, um, of course, you know, I've done some commercials and some uh, um, movies and stuff like the music for that or sound effects for it. I worked with Leon. Remember Leon? I remember Leon, yeah. Yeah. Is he still in L.A.? Yeah, he's in L.A. Nice. You know, he's worked on all these Avenger movies and all these. Really? Yeah. No, That's he's, awesome. He's got over 30 or 40 movies, like big time movies he's worked on. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So he's 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 done like uh, I've done commercials for him. Like he'll produce stuff, and then he'll call me up. He's like, hey, "You gonna do the sound for me?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, yeah, sure, bring it on." <laughs> so I've done some of those, and I've been working with uh, other people. You know, just uh, there's a local artist I've been working. He he does reggaeton, and okay. I've never recorded that before, so it was kind of cool to do that. R- what what's that? Reggaeton. Reggaeton. Yeah. yeah. So it's that 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 that. that. It's very syncopated music. Oh, okay. But like, it's, it's like, like a bull and Daddy Yankee. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's just, like real, like real hip hoppy, clubby, like right. Latin reggae jazz. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I think that's a good description of it. So, but yeah, I used to sit next to him in chemistry class in high school. Well, Nick, so that's the first time I met Leon. Oh, Leon, Leon. Yeah. Oh, wow. I did not yeah. realize you guys went to high school together. Yeah, huh? we went to high school together, and then we were in the same new media program. And I remember, uh, uh, gosh, I remember I, I remember even some of his projects kept coming back. I think it was the one where he replaced the sound on the, the X-Men movie. And yeah. we had to go in there. What, yeah. what did we have to do? We had to. So, yeah, we remember. had to do all the sounds from scratch. Yes. Yeah. So we, we basically took a scene from the X-Men. And then the students were to take all of the sounds out and then make the sounds that were going back in there. 
Yep. From scratch. From scratch. Nice. Including all the voiceover parts, and we had to do ADR and like replace the vocals and everything. So that was really hard. The, the <laughs> ADR part was especially the hardest. Like getting your voice to yeah. perfectly match up with somebody else's lips. Like, what, what does that stand for, ADR? Uh, um, it's dialogue replacement. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It's automatic dialogue replacement is the actual thing, but there's nothing oh. automatic about it. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> I thought it was additional, so I'm glad I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Additional so. makes more sense. Yeah, it really it's does. More, right? It's more dialogue. Right. Yeah. But I, I found out that uh, I figured out for myself that the, the most effective way for me to do that anyway was to have people kind of uh, let the person on camera speak and then mimic it right afterwards and then just sync that up. That was the most effective for me because trying yeah. to get it to match up perfectly was well, you a know, nightmare. I'll tell you that life has become a lot easier since you've taken that class. <laughs> <laughs> How so, Ricardo? <laughs> yeah, no. So now the way that you do this is actually you 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 put the sound there of the person, the, the take from the, the actual movie, the voice, and then you repeat it but you can put a loop on it and it will actually loop back and then you record yourself until the producer that's listening says, oh, that's a close one. Mm. doesn't even have to be perfect because now there's a plug-in. You can get, hit the plug-in and it'll take the waveform and match it perfectly to the other one. Oh, so nice. your synchronization of your voice and everything will synchronize perfectly and there's no problem. Nice. Yeah, okay. it's really cool. I'm just behind the curve on technology here. We we came in here. We were about to set up our our little Sony Handycam and Panasonic <laughs> Handycam, and then Ricardo's like, "Yeah, let's just use this camera right here." And uh, can can you tell our uh, our uh, listener about this about this camera you got going on here? Yeah, this this little camera is pretty kind of cool. You know, it's like it's really made for stuff like this. I think yeah. definitely, yeah, because it's not this incredible quality, but it's it's definitely made. It's good enough for us to do a podcast, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're not dealing with my 6K camera, <laughs> cinema <laughs> camera, right? But it, it, but it definitely you get really good quality from it, I think, and it's um, very useful. And what it is is I'm switching the cameras live, so I'm putting that right now. I just switched to you guys, and then I can switch to me, and then I have a wide shot. But it's all one little tiny camera. It's about this big, right? It's like little tiny thing yeah yeah and it picks up real well and uh with the sound and everything so it basically looks like uh it looks like an alexa device it has the same kind of ring it really around does the top. yeah it's a little thinner than one of the uh what's the the pro plus device whatever yeah um but yeah that's that's exactly what it looks like it's mounted on there almost looks like it could be a microphone yeah and yeah. Alexa of, karaoke mic that's that really <laughs> looks like right <laughs> Yeah, this looks like kind of like a microphone. So yeah, well, this podcast we're really all about the creative process, and one of the reasons I was really excited about having you on is, I mean, not only have you been, you became a professional musician at the age of twelve. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? How that was, and that was yeah, in Brazil, man. right? Yeah, you know, in Brazil, you actually for you to become a professional musician, you have to take a test. Mm. And so, and, and, and it's a, a theory test and then a, a performance test. And then they decide whether you're good enough to become a professional. Hmm. And so when I was 12, just for the hell of it, you know, I went and I took the test, you know, and uh, I passed it. And so it's funny because I, I got a phone call from my, 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 from the president of the union. They have that going on over there. So, and then uh, he 
called my mom and was like, hey, do you, do you, do you have a Ricardo Laranja here? And then it was like, yes, it's my son. And I was like, well, this must be a mistake because he looks like it says here that he's 12. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom was like, no, he's 12. He's like, well, he passed the test to be a professional <laughs> musician. So I was the youngest professional musician in Brazil. Wow. For a while there, yeah. Wow. Yeah, isn't that funny? That's crazy. Yeah. So, so what after that? Was it just like fame and glory, like <laughs> just right out of the gates, doves fluttering? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Local newspaper headlines. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did get to do some few, some cool, few, uh, real cool things, you know, uh, um, while I was there. Uh, and I had just come back from the States. So I lived in the States with my parents for mm. two and a half years. And that's how I started. I learned music, actually. I never learned it in Brazil. I learned it over here. Mm. So I, um, when I was there, I actually got to play for the president of Brazil when I was 13. Wow. Yeah. And then, you know, I had all these, this is how I became a teacher. Okay. So I had all these people say, hey, how can you play so well? And can you teach me? And so I was like, yeah, I can teach. I was 12. I didn't care, right? <laughs> so I started teaching teaching different people. But every time somebody asked me to teach them, I had to draw up all these different things and like do all this stuff. So I started writing the book. And so I wrote the book when I was uh, 12. And then wow. I, I finished it when I was 14. And then it was published when I was 16. Jesus. Yeah. And that's actually when I, I graduated early from, from high school. And went to Berkeley College of Music when I was 16. And I was the youngest one there at the time. So that was kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was fun. that's being a child in the Berkeley <laughs> College of Music around of, wow, that's, that's intense. Yeah, no, we get picked on a lot when you're that little. And it's like, what is this kid doing? You know. <laughs> yeah. And so your, uh, your main instru instrument is piano. Do, do you play any other instruments? I, I never... I never oh. knew it. You're always just behind the piano. You're so good at it that. Well, yeah, no, you know, no I don't need. claim it. I don't claim it, but I know a little bit of saxophone, a little bit oh, of cool. trumpet. Cool. Yeah, but I don't claim those. You don't claim those. No, no, it's, it's not good enough to claim. No, no, no. <laughs> if I can't, if I can't play with my friends, uh, <laughs> I don't claim them anymore. I used to be pretty decent on it, but not not so much anymore so well it sounds like with this keyboard you you can play any instrument you want we <laughs> yeah, no. walked in here and he had a full orchestra soundtrack to oh, our yeah. entrance and yeah and played what was that the pirates of the caribbean music yes <laughs> i did uh yeah play for you guys ready let's see here let's you, do it you want the pirates let's see let's pirates. get the pirates the pirates of the caribbean okay there it goes <laughs> It's beautiful. So if the listener is in need of an entire orchestra. <laughs> we got the, you. We got you in the frame of one man. <laughs> All he needs is his keyboard. That's great, man. Yeah, you know, it's 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 fun, you know, and and it's it's to me it's like a big toy. <laughs> yeah. I can I can tell you you're definitely having fun over there playing with this. You know, it's funny is uh I you know, I, you know I have my movie theater over here, right? Yeah. Well, the I'm always playing down here, and if you the subwoofer in that room is about this tall, it sits behind the screen. You don't see it, and it's like this wide, right? It's really huge, and it's it's made. It was custom made this this subwoofer, and so boom, when something hits in the movie, 
the whole house shakes, right? <laughs> Stuff falls from the shelves upstairs. Well, my wife will yell down to me. It's like, what are you doing? And I'm playing a video game or something. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, research, honey, research. That's my answer to her. It's a research, right? So Definitely not. Headshot, honey, headshot. <laughs> <laughs> headshot. <laughs> research is my answer usually. yeah no that's that's a great answer <laughs> yeah one of our uh one of our first um audio projects was actually with your wife and it was her just reading through something and we had to take out all of the the little audio blips and glitches and stuff with her voice and um i understand some students did some pretty creative and Horrific things with that too. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I remember that. That was my first uh, my first experience with audio. Really? Yeah. Was oh yeah, that's right. That project. Well, you know what's funny is that that particular project. You know, she she used to say N to ten introduction to digital sound, right? But when she the the whole purpose of this project was that she would mess up all the reading and everything, and then the students had to make it read like it was supposed to. So she would do some stuff like introduction to digital sound. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then she would repeat the phrase and they had to cut the good part from the beginning and put the other part in there and then like do all the editing for it, right? So supposedly uh, students had nightmares about that. I don't know, <laughs> that whole project. And you know, what's funny is that I walked into a, a restaurant the other day and I was just sitting there and uh, I saw a student. And uh, I went over there and just snuck behind him and I, and I went, N to 10, an introduction to digital sound. And he was like, oh, my God, I had nightmares about this project. <laughs> so, yeah, it was fun. But, yeah, that was a good project. It's, it's a really great project because people get to really experience everything that can go wrong in a file. Yeah. And then edit it, you know, so... And then it's also really good practice, too, because um, when you're editing sound and you want to cut something out, you have to edit it right at the point where it hits that center line because it's a wave. It goes up. I, I'm butchering oh, this. That. No, you did, you, you're right on. And that's okay. exactly. Yes. Yes. It's <laughs> like. Best student. No, um, no, no. I, su I, I succeeded. He <laughs> yeah, remembers it. I remember. <laughs> Validation. Yes. I mean, that still, that still comes in that's, handy today whenever I'm doing editing. I always make sure that. What's that, what's that line called? That zero. That's infinity line. Yeah. The infinity line. Yeah, okay. So uh, we always want to make our edits at that infinity line or else you're get these like little glitches like yeah because like, there's no little... sound there so that's the absolute quietest it can be yeah, yeah. and so. it's constantly constantly yeah, it goes up and down sounds weird every time i mean every time i like think about what sound is and recording and thinking about infinity line that there's these <laughs> moments of absolute infinite silence in the middle of the wave like does that not blow your mind, Ricardo? Like, what, what is, what's that about? What is this? Here, for the sake of our, of our dear listener, yeah. <laughs> Ricardo, can you, can you define sound in, oh. a, in a physical way? Okay, now sound, okay, so sounds are vibrations. Sure. Right, from the molecules in the air. And, and so that's what, how, what hits your ears and, you know, the vibration happens and then you get certain frequencies, you know, and it's the cycles, how fast that vibration happens. So a real low note, you know, it will be slow. So it'll be like the low A over here is like 23 vibrations. And then you have the tuning A, which is up here. 
that's 440 cycles, right? So it gets higher and higher and all that. So, yeah. And so the vibrations, it happens. And then when it doesn't happen, there's silence. And visually how that, how that looks, like if you're looking at like a recording interface, you, you see, so the, the lower note is like a much slower arc. Yeah. So the, yeah. So it will, it will actually not, not that it will be a slower arc, but it will be less, it doesn't move as fast. Sure. Okay. Okay. So it's like less movement on it. So as okay. the slower you go, because that's the, 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 it's measured in hertz, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you, how fast the cycles of that happens is what you see in, in your computer when you're looking at a waveform. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. So it's really, yeah, that, that arc over time, really. Right, just, exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, your audio classes, they were by far my favorite. That was, that was a lot of fun, replacing those sound effects in those, in those scenes. And yeah. uh, I remember I had the one from Sin City which was a lot of fun. Oh uh, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then, Oh, and then another fun project we did is we took a, a children's book and we made it like an animated thing. So we, uh, that's right. And yeah, that did, was the advanced class. That was it. That was the advanced class. Yeah. And, um, uh, we had to make a uh, surround sound too. That was a different that's thing right. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I did, we the, had to mix it in surround sound and everything. Yep. Yeah. And so that was a lot of fun because I got to kind of, I mean, I don't think for the the sake of the project you required us to animate it, but you were more worried about the sound making it a surround sound right. kind of experience. But I went the extra step and I animated some of the stuff. And the the book, the children's book that I did was the I think it was the Dumb Bunnies or something. The Dumb Bunnies. I still have that project. Nice. I yes. have it. Yeah. <laughs> and now I show it to students. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a real, bro. Nice. Well, yeah, I made the real. <laughs> no, he he did make the real. And you know why? He had like the, the rolling ball rolling across and hitting the Dumb Bunnies. You guys know the Dumb Bunnies? It's, it's a great book. <laughs> I, I know not, the I'm Dumb Bunnies. Uh, My kids love that, actually. Really? Yeah, they still watch. They, they watch that particular project and they say, oh, they played the Dumb Bunnies, you know, because nice. I'm showing students other projects, you know. <laughs> That's amazing. I feel yeah. special right yeah, now. Oh, should. yeah, no. I made work, the cut. Right? And I just found that like at a Barnes and Noble, I was just looking for for books because I knew I needed a children's book for a project. I'm like dumb, the dumb bunnies and flip through it, and it's basically just kind of a play on like typical children's book and like uh, fairy tales and stuff. And sure. it was just, but it turns it on its head. It's just, it's purposely ridiculous. So, um, I think like yeah. there's one like a, the 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 three bears part in it, and like they come in there and they're like, oh yeah, so the porridge was perfect. So he poured it on his head. You oh know? yeah, like, right. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense deliberately. Yeah, and and I love the part where he's like in the in the car, and the kid says, "Can I drive?" And he's like, "No." It's like, "Oh please," and then he's like, "Okay," <laughs> and then they go off a cliff. And it's like, "Oh my gosh, it's hilarious," you know. Yeah, and I used uh, I used Photoshop, and I cut out the car and everything, and then yeah. I think I animated it. And you um, did in uh, After Premiere. Effects. No, it was oh, Premiere. It was Premiere. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, we actually did it in Premiere, which was you know it's easier to do it in After Effects actually, but. Yeah. We were doing a, this was just introduction to keyframes, I guess, movement, you know, animation, stuff like that. Yeah. And one of the ones that I remember that was really good, um, gosh, I forgot her name. Uh, the click clack moo one. Oh, yeah. I, I remember her last name, uh, Kruska or something. Yeah, um, Kruska. Liana. Liana, yeah. Liana Kruska, yeah, right? Yeah, that was, that, was, that was a really good one. Uh, boy, there was, there was just a lot of good. How, how do you come up with these, like, these project um, 
uh, I guess you could ideas. call it like ideas, yeah. briefs, or so. You know yeah. what I think about is the the process. Okay. What are, are the students going to learn in this particular project, and how can I add to their bag of tricks? That's mm-hmm. my whole purpose of when I'm teaching to students. I'm like, okay, they need to be out there doing this stuff. What can I give them to be able to enhance what they already know and add to it? Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's how I come up with these ideas because one, you had to you had to mess with Photoshop, you had to mess with Premiere and know how to animate something in there, you know, and you had to make sure you were mixing and surround sound. You had to record your own sounds, you had to record your own voiceover, put your own music in there. So it was like this uh, the advanced class, of course, you know, you have all this stuff, but before all those, you know, you have all these other projects that leads you to that spot where you can do all those things, right? Yeah. So I think that's why it was pretty successful. I love, I love teaching those courses because I could see, and you know, I get students until this day. To me, the satisfaction is that I have students call me from 2003. And when they graduated from, had my class in 2003 and they, they say, Hey, I still use those techniques you showed. And I'm like, well, then I showed you the right thing, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I mean, your, your teaching plays into just about everything that I do right now. Like, especially with the podcast, editing the sounds, I was, uh, I was telling you about using the wrong kind of microphones to record the podcast and stuff and how I had to edit every single little silence and everything. But yeah, it still, it still plays into just about everything i do yeah and, and you got really good equipment now with everything yeah. is so good now it's it's, it's getting there <laughs> yeah it's apparently we're lacking on the camera situation here <laughs> well but, no uh, you're doing good it's good it's good <laughs> you know this is just something i i use for, i use this camera from for the church actually yeah yeah so i just put it up there and do it and do the videos for them like that and it's easy you can do that and can have you know my son runs it nice yeah so. how old's your son now George is 11. 11 years old. Gosh. And Alini is nine. So. Where, where, did the, where did the time go? I know it. This is <laughs> blowing my mind because I'm just, I'm coming back in here like it's the first time back in 2009 and that's, oh <laughs> gosh, 11 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just a baby. He was. Yeah. Just a little baby, little yeah. guy. Yeah. And, and we had a Brazilian barbecue, which apparently for, for our listener who doesn't know, a Brazilian barbecue is where you just take a big old piece of meat, put it in the middle of the <laughs> table, the and everybody chips off of it. Yeah. It, and it, it, it's as it's cooking, you start cutting pieces of it. So it's, a lot of people think it's weird because normally, you know, when you have people over to eat, you have, you know, plates and stuff, and everybody puts some food on the plate. Well, it, with a Brazilian barbecue, what they do is they cut it as they cook it, because that's the best, right? Oh, yeah. And then they pass it around to everybody. So they just go around, you know, you cut a bunch of pieces, pass it around, and it's like their warm-up. And then later you can have the rice and all the other stuff, right? So, but it, that's the fun part of it, and it's the best part of doing that. Because yeah. you're passing it around, you're socializing, you know, and uh, the meat is just amazing because you're, you're cutting the little pieces, but you still, it's, you know, it's so good. It's every, every bite is a perfect bite. Right, exactly. That, that nice bark and char on there. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Getting excited just thinking about it. <laughs> I, I should have put some meat on the grill for us. So now that you're talking about it, it made me want some. That's okay. <laughs> that actually reminded me also, I think it was your brother's project, the Forno de Pizza. Yeah, is Forno that, de Pizza. Is that still a thing? Yeah, he's, he's, he's doing pretty well with it. You know, he sold... One to uh, Mark to uh, Zuckerberg. Nice. Yeah, 
And he sold another one to the owner of the Patriots. Wow. Yeah, he had to go over there to install it and everything for him. Yeah. So, so in case our listener doesn't know what Forno de Pizza is, it's a very specialized thing. I know Nick probably doesn't. Yeah. yeah Can yeah. you tell us about Forno de Pizza? Yeah. So Forno de Pizza is my brother's company, but it's, it stands for pizza oven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what it is, is uh, he has this pizza oven. It's outdoor. And so it's, and it's a wood-fired oven, but it's got a dual fuel system. So it's got gas in it as well. And you can push the button and it lights up and it's ready to go. You put the the, the um, wood in there and then it just heats up the hearth and then you just put your meat in there. And it, the way it circulates, there's some type of like mathematical thing that goes on in there. I don't even know. <laughs> but he has a company that builds these and sells them. So, nice. yes. And the pizza is just amazing. Oh, so good. And they, they cook in what, like just a couple of minutes, right? Just a few minutes? Yeah, it's 90 seconds. 90 seconds. You can have wow. a pizza, full pizza in 90 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> what does this magical device retail for? <laughs> I think it's like 4000 bucks or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's not bad. I mean, for, well, for I'm thinking commercial purpose because I'm literally like pricing a, a second pizza oven right now. Uh-huh. And I just found, I just found a, uh-huh. a, a large like table height convection oven uh-huh. and i lost my mind because it was only like thirty one hundred dollars i'm like wow that's like oh, yeah. remarkably cheap because good equipment like that you know like for a kitchen yeah if it's if it's less than 10 grand that's yeah, amazing exactly. you know? yeah. So, yeah yeah no it's pretty good and, it, and it, we we have these pizza parties <laughs> and where we basically make 20 pizzas oh yeah and we make them all different types like you know what my favorite one is is um Okay, you guys are gonna think I'm crazy, right? <laughs> so banana pizza. Okay, yep, crazy. Yeah. So you're like that I'm confused. How are you talking about putting bananas on a pizza, right? I'm already on board. Oh yeah. No, and I'm telling you, you here's what you do. You you take the dough, right? You roll out the dough, get ready. And all the dough is made from scratch. My wife makes it. Nice. Yeah. There's a specific recipe for the pizza oven. And then uh so she she we put the Mash the bananas on there with a little bit of cinnamon, okay? And then you dump a bunch of mozzarella cheese on it. You guys have to try that. Okay. And you I'll think take, it's I'll weird, take, but I'll it's amazing. It. It's really good. <laughs> you guys will love it. And then the other one we do that is probably the most popular one is um, um, it's the, let's see, it's the peach pizza. Hmm. Yeah. So what they do is that, so they use brown sugar in this one. And uh, so they do the same thing. And so it's peach, chicken, and uh, bacon, and then all the cheese on it. But mm. but they, they put, instead of putting sauce, you don't put, you know, marinara sauce on it. You don't put mm. pizza sauce. You put um, brown sugar. Oh, okay. And it caramelizes, right? And then uh, you, you just, it's so good. Okay. Because you have the sweet and you have the, the, the salty taste together, and it's just, it's amazing. You think it's crazy, but I'm telling you. <laughs> well, there's, there's a local, um, like probably the, the fanciest of the, of the downtown Indianapolis pizza joints has uh, a peach pizza right now that looks really tasty. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. I might, have to, I might have to whip up a banana pizza tomorrow and give that a try. <laughs> you got to try that. You got to try the, the banana pizza is magical. <laughs> All right. All right. You wouldn't think I'm it would work, but you got you got to put lots and lots of mozzarella cheese on top. Of okay. It. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Tomorrow, I'm going to make a banana pizza. I'm going to take photos. Yeah. You need to tell me how we went, too. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right. Nice. See, but I've 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 only got pre-made cracker thin crusts at my disposal, so we'll have to deal yeah. with that. You know what my wife's been doing? She's been making a cauliflower crust. Oh yeah, okay. and, and you can't tell the difference. It's oh, really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, I recently cut out gluten for my diet, so yeah, uh, I did. When, when whenever I can, I get those gluten-free crusts, and I'm yeah. totally fine with it. You yeah, know, I'm, I'm okay with that too. I mean, I do miss the big old fluffy crust from you know Papa John's, Domino's, and stuff, <laughs> but like. You know, when you got to go gluten-free, it's, it's hey, really not bad, you know? No, it really does. It's, it's better for it's you okay. anyway. Yeah. yeah, right. What are you using for the gluten? Uh, by the way, he's uh, – he. What, can you tell him what oh, you do? So I I run food and beverage service for uh, Hotel Tango Distillery. Um, oh, wow. Okay. I'm familiar with Hotel Tango. But yeah. uh, we just started doing food service in there, and, uh, and that's pretty much exclusively limited to pizzas right now. Oh, very but, cool. Yeah, very basic, uh, very, you know, simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm later this week, I'm experimenting with some, some new food items that I'm pretty excited about. Nice. So okay, we'll, cool. We'll be playing around a little bit. All right. Yeah, we might have to toss a banana pizza on the menu, you know? <laughs> I, I know, I, right? I, I think, uh, if I can, if I can present it well enough and not tell, uh, my, my, my co coworkers and colleagues, <laughs> if I can not tell them what it is and just get them to try it, yeah, I'll be able to sell them on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Just try this. Just call it a pie. Yep. There you go. So that's that's you know what? It's kind of it's a dessert pizza. Yeah. Really it is. Yeah. Right. So but it's it's so good. See, I can get behind that, but you know, pineapple on pizza, that's just against my religion. Like I can't Ooh, I can't do yeah. that. Yeah. The what they call that Hawaiian pizza? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm fine with it. I think I think, you know, I think uh, if a banana pizza is good, a banana and papaya pizza would probably be awesome. Hmm. Oh, I never had the papaya in there, right? but I, I might have to try that one. So. Banana and papaya work like sexy magic together. Oh, They're yeah. Oh. Very, very <laughs> delicious flavors when combined the right way. I'm just picturing the papaya right now with the banana. It's not a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's all you get from me on this one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Still pretty PG. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only the parents will get that one. Yeah. 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 So. No, that's that's great. Ryan, you I think you mentioned and tell me if I'm remembering incorrectly, but didn't you say that you uh did some gaff work with Ricardo? With with what work? Like uh like uh maybe I'm using the wrong terminology, but like uh what's what's the practice called when you're like making sounds you're recording things and using oh, them fully. as sound. Fully. fully yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. oh man uh the, i think the one project that i told you about that we did together is um uh it was a online flash video game for children to teach kids about gas and electrical oh my safety. god yeah that's right you're like my main helper for that Yep. <laughs> you did more work than anybody else in that project. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I don't know about that, man. Like your your oh contribution was huge to that. But that was. Uh, uh, Ricardo came to me. This was. I think this was right after I graduated with my uh, my bachelor's. And you uh, got paid for that. That was like one of your first paying that gigs. Was, <laughs> that was the first like. Thing, you know, <laughs> that was awesome. I loved that. So it was. Uh, I, I think it was grant funded, right? And yeah. Then, uh, they came to. Uh, they came to you. The people that were yep. putting on the project. They came to you to do the sound, and yep. then you hired me and another sound engineer to yep. as as interns, basically. Yeah. And uh, and even the pay was decent. It was a lot of fun. Um, I just remember um, in the classrooms at IUPUI in the Information Technology Building, 
is that what they call it now? The IT building? Yeah. It's still called the IT building? Yeah, okay. Yep. In these classrooms, it's just all around the classrooms are whiteboards. And I had at least half of the room just filled up with all the sound effects that we needed. Yeah. That, and I, I have pictures of that. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I kept those because <laughs> it's really the, the correct way to do this process. Yeah. 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 Just what, what helps me is just getting it out of my head. And being able to see it up on the wall and seeing mm-hmm. it large, it's not, it's not enough to put it on like a notebook like this where you have to flip through all the pages to see everything. It really helps to sit there and see everything in yeah, front and, of you. And check mark the ones that you're done. Yep. You know, okay, this one's satisfactory. It's done. It's ready to go. And at the time, you know, they were producing this stuff and we had to actually get video of how this stuff was going to move in the game. And then we would automate sounds that would go in there and then they had to program those sounds to do those things into the the game itself yep yeah yep i, I remember doing like mock-ups for that too so we uh, like uh my, my favorite one was uh uh it was basically a knockoff of space invaders so <laughs> like it's this little like gas flame guy named thermy and he's shooting little projectiles at like these like shovels that are coming down trying to dig without <laughs> calling you know? so, <laughs> yeah 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 and um i loved how the sound effects turned out on that so i selected all the sound effects and then um and then at some point they needed kind of um, uh, they needed some kind of uh, demo how it was going to work. So I just pulled it into After Effects and just yeah. put all the sound effects in there. Well, I actually used Cakewalk to put yeah. the sound effects there yeah. and just put everything in After Effects and yeah. shipped it off to them. And they're like, "Yeah, good to go." Yeah, that's how we were doing all of those. We we took we would export. They would export a video of what how the movements and things were going to work and all the things that needed sound in there. We had a discussion about that and then. Ryan, I, and some other, oh, I think some, we had another person. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I can, I know his name if you want me to drop oh, his name. Who was it? It was Bradley Moore. Oh yeah, Bradley. Yeah. You know, Bradley's awesome. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's, he's uh, doing a good job too right now. He's, yeah. yeah. All my students are. Doing awesome. What, <laughs> what's that about, Ricardo? Uh, they're all doing pretty, pretty well in life, I think. And, yeah. and, and a lot of them are doing this, you know, like some, a lot of them doing audio stuff. So that's a good sign, I guess. That's cool. <laughs> Definitely a testament to the fact that, well, for me sitting here, like having a, a, a blank perspective on, on you as the, the entity of Ricardo, right? And all the things <laughs> that you do. Oh, boy. You started writing a book to teach others when you were 12. Yeah. You are absolutely fulfilling your destiny, like as a, as a teacher of these things. I That's... am fulfilling my <laughs> destiny. <laughs> I forgot you could do that with your voice, too. He does a great, oh, gosh. What's... This microphone makes me sound very good. <laughs> what's, the, what's the musician of the uh, Wonderful World? You did Louis like, Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. That's right. Yeah, he does a perfect Louis Armstrong. <laughs> and he sprung that on the class one day. I think we were, uh, we were filming something at your church. Yeah, and that's you right. And then you started playing it, and nobody knew what was about to happen, and you started singing, and everybody lost it. It oh, was, yeah. It was yeah. great. Yeah. By pulling out their phones, trying to videotape it. Yeah, this <laughs> is back funny. in you know twenty uh, two thousand eight when the, yeah. the quality is just garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Do you do you mind uh, giving us a little piano back to Louie? I don't know if you guys will be able to hear it on here, huh? Well, we should uh, we should a little bit should have yeah. jacked it in. Yeah. Do you want to run the keyboard in there? Is that too hard to do, real quick? Um, I can give you a line. I don't know if I can do it live though. Oh. We would have to. No big deal. 
Are you recording multiple tracks for each microphone, or is it all together? It's all together. Oh, okay. No, it's not. It's, it's separate. <laughs> Ricardo, come on. Come on, Ryan. <laughs> I can't work with that. So just yeah. a just a big fat mono signal. All right, that's okay. Just just distance a little bit away from the microphone with your voice, and I think it'll pick up plenty from behind you. All right, I'll try it. Let's see here. Let me put my I'll put my phone up here so I can see the music. Oh yeah, I gotta see the music. I don't remember it by heart. I should know it by heart by now, right? Well, I can try. I, it. I thought this was just like a a trick you just do. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta know it. Hold on. I'm gonna have to grab my my other one because if I take that out of here, it's gonna turn that off. Uh-oh. Oh so yeah. Let's see. I'll see trees of green. Something like that, right? Yeah, that's... <laughs> I don't have to get the music. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up here. <laughs> I might be able to keep it playing and recording at the same time. Let me see. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah, it's still going, so we're in good business. Now. All right. The red light's on. The red light's good. Real player. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh... There it is. Okay, this is easy. So this is a really cool app. All it gives me are the chords. Oh, nice. Yeah, so then I can easily figure out what to play. So, all right, so. Is that far enough there, you think? Yeah, I think it's good. I got this recording too. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you and I think to myself what a wonderful world I see skies of blue and clouds of white the bright blessed day dark sacred night and I think to myself what a wonderful world The colors of the rainbow So pretty in the sky Are also on the faces Of people going by I see friends shaking hay Saying how do you do They're really saying I love you I hear babies cry I've watched them grow They'll learn much more Than I'll ever know And I think to myself What a wonderful world Yes, I think to myself What a wonderful world Only you to make me do that on that. Uh, yep. All right. All right. With that, we're uh, we're done here. Um, no. that's, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to be able to top it. Yep. We uh, that this was all one big ploy to get you 
I so, okay. <laughs> I think we're still recording. I think. Yep. Perfect. Looks like yeah. it. So, no, definitively, my day will not get better than that moment. Oh, that, was, <laughs> that was great. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> no, I was not expecting that at all. I just remembered that offhand, and then, yeah. and then Nick, Nick had to put you on the spot here. Oh, yeah. It's that's, all good, Nick. That's my primary job on this show. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> all right. So. Yeah, you know what's funny about that song? is that I think I told this to the class before, but I used to do – I found out that I could do – that people liked when I did this. And so, and then I found out that I could go to a karaoke bar and, <laughs> and if they were having a contest, I would win. Oh yeah. By doing that song. Nice. And so I did that one and I did my James Brown. Remember James Brown? Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> so uh, I do, a, the, I feel good, right? And I do a dance and I go and I, it's, it's crazy, right? People will grab their gut. They're laughing so hard at me, right? <laughs> so I did, uh, so I would do the Louis Armstrong for the semifinals and then I go to the final and I do my James Brown and win. Oh, yeah. Just lay it right on them. And, yeah. and I would win every time and I'm like, what the heck? So I started looking for, this I was young, you know, I was like, and, and I would start looking for karaoke contests and it was the easiest money. I have, I bought my lights, I bought cordless microphones, like a thousand dollar microphones, all with karaoke money. Nice. Yeah, from doing those. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a strong hustle too. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I would just go online and say, look it up and like, oh, they're having a karaoke contest. I guess I'll go make some money. Nice. Sing two kid. songs. <laughs> <laughs> Done deal. <laughs> When's the last time you did that? Oh, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. A karaoke contest? Probably, I don't know, 10 years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, not, that's not that long ago. No, that's no. not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I still do those a I haven't gone to a karaoke bar in a long time. Yeah. But if I get friends enough to go, I'll do it. I'll go. Yeah. Hang out. Consider me there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's your song, Nick? What, what's your go-to song? My go Oh, man. My go-to karaoke song. <sighs> See, that I, I, it takes a lot for me to work myself up to actually karaoke. <laughs> um, I like, uh, I like safe slow songs oh okay um i <laughs> slow songs for me are not safe yeah. you, that means you gotta do long notes <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> sure yeah. um uh so. let's see i let's see i uh i had what was what was my regular go-to uh -huh. it, it was mostly because i could i could do it with a lot of physical energy and that would always get people like uh into it right right was it uh no, baby got back. Yeah, baby got back, <laughs> and <laughs> probably a bit overdone these days. That's funny. But, uh, yeah, no, that's a popular one. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Or um, the other one was a uh, 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 Death Cab for Cutie. Um, I'm blanking on the name of the song right now. Oh, yeah, I don't know the. You know what my son I'll, likes to I'll do? I'll follow you into the night. That's oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My that son. dark. I, yeah. <laughs> I tell you, George, he can do Ice Ice Baby, like, from beginning to end, like, perfectly. Nice. nice. Yeah, it one. cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, he plays piano now. Does he play any other instruments? Um, He's learning the saxophone. In fact, he had his first uh, lesson today. Cool. Yeah, so. 
had his first lesson, already had his lesson well, before It was we at came... 9 o'clock, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, what, what... Laranjas, man, they don't mess around. They get after it early. <laughs> that's, through, that's through school, actually. So they, they have a private teacher there, and they go and they teach the, the students. Okay, Maybe. so he's actually in class. Like, yeah, he's in class. They're not doing homeschooling thing. No, okay. no, he's they're they're both in school. Oh, good. Yeah. What uh, what type of sax is he is he learning on? It's a alto sax. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Great place yeah. to start. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. all about that berry for me though. Oh yeah, yeah. You a berry player? I, yeah, started on the alto and uh, and then moved to the berry once I once I felt I had I had developed enough like kind of fluency on the instrument and and that's and cool. I mean it's been years and years and years since I've played but yeah. That's where that's where the soul was was in the berry. Yeah, you know I love the the yeah. the low tones of that instrument. Yeah. It's just so cool, man. Yeah. A, any of those, even a, a bass clarinet sounds really cool too. <laughs> Definitely. You know? like, yeah. So, I know Ryan's a guitarist though. That's right. Hey, I gotta show you my guitar. I got a guitar. It's a 1973 Les Paul. Ooh. That's sitting over there. I don't know how to play guitar. So it's over there, and I always, anytime somebody that plays guitar comes over, I'm like, play my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time I came over here, you were, uh, you made me play your guitar. If, it, if that was the same one, this was back in like 2016, it was before I left town. Oh, it might have been, yeah. yeah. It might have been that same guitar. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that was a nice guitar. That was, that was fun. Yeah. I haven't been playing much nowadays since I've been uh, podcasting so much. It's, oh, uh, yeah. it's been tough to make time for it. You need to bring the guitar to the podcast. Yeah. Man. Just, just yeah. have it in my lap, and I'll just start noodling while we're playing. Just yeah. like just like you are with the with the keys. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Make great. make you go Facebook Live after every recording session, playing the guitar for. There you yeah, go. For our single follower. You have that in there, and you could play like a, you know, give a. <laughs> and the creative process. <laughs> you said you weren't a good guitar player. <laughs> I will be Antonio Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man! I'm glad it. we shot it in here because yeah. Oh, yeah. having him having the keyboard in front of him, it's just beautiful. <laughs> I just have a lot of fun with this thing. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's so much fun. And you know, I bought one of those EVs. Have you seen those? Uh-uh. The real skinny speaker. They're unbelievable. Oh, I think I have seen those before. Oh, like I have to show you, man. You can fill a room up with that, no problem. Yeah, people use them as like PA speakers. Yeah, that's what they are. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I also bought a little tiny, the S1 Bose ones. Have you seen? They're just a little tiny thing like this big. But that for small gigs, I can carry that thing like nothing. It's like so little and it's light. And I hook up this keyboard, and I can fill a, a you know, if I'm just doing background music, cocktail music or whatever, I can do that. It's mm, crazy. Nice. Yeah, so it's so you, much easier. Do you, I mean, other than, like, I assume you probably play at church, right? Yeah. But are you playing out anywhere else, like, with any, well, I mean, obviously not right now, right? But, yeah. but I mean, otherwise, if. Yeah, you know, I do private parties. Okay. And stuff like that whenever it's needed. I just did something at AJ Foyt's uh, winery over sure. there. In, uh, Speedway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've done that before. And then, you know, downtown, whenever there's something going on, they, they need somebody to play piano or something in the background. I do it. I love doing that. Yeah. I'm a lounge pianist. Yeah. I love doing that stuff. You like, you. Uh, yeah, because I say it's like practicing, but I play all the songs that are like, you know, fun. I, I don't know. To me, they're fun. They're, they're, you know, old jazz standards and popular songs and stuff like that. I love doing those. You know? Would you say that you that you 
enjoy that because because you like generating the atmosphere? Uh, yes, and you know what? I, I actually I'm pretty good at reading a crowd, so that kind of helps, you know, quite sure. a bit. So um, I enjoy doing that. So I pick the songs according to the crowd, and I'm I guess I'm pretty decent at figuring that out. So. Just, just kind of reading the vibe in real time and then speaking that through the instrument. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm, I, I, I like, I think I, it's a gift to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I had, when I had a band, I had a band that we were, um, it was three of us. Okay, It was a trio. And we played five nights a week, 45 weeks out of the year. Wow. Okay? And I tell you, that girl and I could read a crowd like exactly the same. And so it would, it got to the point where we would turn to each other and say the exact name of the same song that should be played next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. So, but have have you two ever ever played any music together? Yeah, we were in a Afro Cuban ensemble together. That's right. Yeah, I was playing bass for that. Yeah. Nice. And, um, yeah, he came to me. It was uh, right before the semester started, and they needed a bass player. And he asked if I can play bass. I'm like. Well, I play guitar. It's just two fewer strings. So. Uh, <laughs> and he did a real good job, too. <laughs> that was fun. And yeah. uh, my favorite one was the the Chick Corea song that we played, Spain. Oh, that yeah. That was fun. I recently Dude, that's hard. That. Yeah, I recently relearned that one on guitar just because I, I couldn't get it out of my head. And then uh, I went to see Chick Corea with my uh, my grandmother in, in Seattle. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was, that was oh, awesome. Oh, my God. Like, it, was, it was really funny because my grandma, she's like super hip. Like, she hates that I call her grandma. <laughs> <laughs> she's um i'm like you your, know, i'm really your aunt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she uh she she i mean you know she's in her 70s but like she she's has so much she has more energy than i do so when i was in seattle yeah. she's like every time she gets off work or like in the weekend she's ready to go out to the club and hang out and like oh my you know, God, do stuff that's and, awesome and she's like ryan come on out like let's go i'm like oh man it's the weekend i'm i'm staying <laughs> in. i'm chilling i gotta recharge grandma you're crazy and <laughs> so one day i go up there and um and i'm hanging out with her and and you know we, we were drinking some wine so we get a little loose and stuff oh, yeah, and then yeah. like started getting real excited about music because she loves jazz you know oh, and yeah she, yeah and then chick korea came up and she's like oh you know chick korea is playing and i'm like let's go let's do it oh dang <laughs> and then uh yeah we went to go see them so i ended up relearning spain on guitar and i made a little video for uh, for her like playing that oh that's ditty. awesome that's, oh, that's yeah. so much fun yeah but such that, a nice boy yeah <laughs> such a nice boy you, you should you should record these like that's another reason for you to take a guitar to these things and play some stuff so i'm gonna play this one for my grandma yeah this one's for for grandma yeah i need to i need to get back and practice because that one was hard that was uh uh that, that that's little, a hard tune that little run just, dun, 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 yeah yeah the, the the first one is the one that really messes me playing that like real oh, cleanly yeah, real on the acoustic guitar yeah. yeah that's hard yeah but that was that was a lot of fun playing with the afro-cuban ensemble so the, yeah. they, they had congas they had what what all instruments did they have there oh they had everything they had actually they had pans too like the did you did we have pans in that, that during that time the steel pans the steel pans yeah. I, I did play in the steel pan ensemble but for the Afro Cuban ensemble we there didn't was have like, those there was timpani right. I yep. think uh, or no, timbales timbales yeah yep. yeah yeah and congas uh, congas there bongos, was a drum set yeah full drum set yeah yep. and then it was uh, me on the keyboard on the piano and then some guitar bass 
right? Yep. And then uh, um, the the director uh, Richard Walker. Richard Walker. Yeah, he yep. was playing the the vibes. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did some awesome solos on it. Yeah. You know he he's uh, he's in Utah now. He's in Utah. Yeah. What's he doing in Utah? He's he's a, an administrator now. Okay. Like a dean or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. That guy. That guy had some energy, man. He oh was, yeah, he, he was, was a good. Good he's guy. Good. Yeah. I still talk to him. He's a good friend. You know, we became real good friends. Nice. So. Yeah. He uh, he he ran all the like like percussion type programs at IUPUI. So like if you uh if you were like a you know a freshman and you wanted to take a conga class, you'd learn from him. And like then the Afro-Cuban ensemble that was like a more advanced one. And usually only like the top percussive players would get in there and I yeah. snuck my way in there not knowing <laughs> anything about percussion. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you're really musical. So it's, it's a big difference when you get students that don't know anything on how, or, you know, you have to learn everything from scratch. Yeah. And then somebody like Ryan that picks up stuff. He picks up stuff fast anyways, right? Yeah. yeah, mu- yeah. Music is definitely one of Ryan's primary languages. Yeah. That's why I asked if you guys had ever played together because I'm just like sitting here fantasizing about what it would be like to sit in with you guys just jamming, you know? Yeah, that'd be just fun. Just riffing, you that'd know? That would be definitely fun. I got to I gotta practice way more for that. Ah, don't don't <laughs> I need to get my chords back short. on. I need to, Wait a minute. Yeah, you used to, to my... read chords pretty well. You still read them pretty well? Uh, well, for the Afro-Cuban Ensemble, we uh, we did have sheet music. And I don't I don't sight read music, but I can, I, I can read it slowly. And then I can yeah, study right. it. And then I can basically know what I'm, yeah. what I'm playing based on that. Right. Um, so that's kind of what I had to do, um, but yeah, I don't I don't sight read well. But I did start learning scales really well. Like something clicked a few years. Uh, I mean, really about a year ago, um, I yeah. picked up just the right book that explained things. Just well, how that's I good for improv and stuff. You know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Like, that was a, that was a big unlocking point for like the the fretboard for me and seeing how um it, it, I mean with piano it's um I don't want to say it's easier but everything's just laid out for you on yeah. on guitar it's it's just yeah I think the problem with guitar is you can have the exact same pitch on five different places yeah yeah <laughs> that is but wild that's also, which one do you use right <laughs> yeah it's also cool though because they all sound different they're also they all have their own little tone to it so it's kind of depending on what you're going for right you can, right. Yeah. You can change the feel of it, but yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can you can take that. <laughs> it blows my mind to to hear you like because in 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 my mind, Ryan, so like you you exist on a celestial plane of like m- musical ability, and then to hear and I mean, but that's like for for more than six years, I've felt that way. Yeah. And to hear you say, oh, a year ago, I felt like I really started getting good at a thing. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> right. And then I don't practice anymore because I'm too busy podcasting. But That's it, your excuse, huh? Yeah, so, yeah. Dang. It really, it really helped, though, like, uh, especially coming up with like, um, like guitar leads and stuff. So I got another EP coming out, hopefully by the end of this year. I wanted it to be out in June, but you know how things oh, yeah, go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I have a CD that I've started in 2008. Oh, boy. <laughs> I still uh, haven't finished it. It's not just me. <laughs> guys, I'm, I'm going to adjust this. This is going to be a horrible sound. Yeah. I'll help you out. Sound effects. Killing baby birds. Over. Oh, yeah. He just... Oh, he's... Kill yeah. those birds. I don't want to do it too tight. Oh, there you go. Is it too? Is is there a too tight for this? 
uh, I don't know. It'll just keep falling. And as your, my, your microphone's heavy. My it microphone. Is, it is it a is heavy, heavy microphone. Yeah. Let me let me put this back in Nick's face, and that'll help it. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties. Yeah, in our um, oh, you'll you'll love this. In uh, one of our previous episodes, we were we were having some technical issues with uh with a guy over zoom mm-hmm. and um i think you're gonna love what i'm what i'm gonna do with it um by the time this comes out it's gonna already be done but oh we I still need to record an intro for that one. Oh, we do don't we yeah uh, or we can just kind of let it fly with uh with what we got i think i think i think we'll let it fly yeah sure because i think it was enough of an intro but anyway like we were having technical <laughs> difficulties but i'm gonna get crazy with the sound effects on there and maybe have oh, some elevator hilarious. music come on you know and like yeah. cut the video out and <laughs> please stand <laughs> so you know where you get good sound effects where do you guys go for your sound effects oh um i forget where there there's there's something i think freesound.org yeah that's what i was gonna tell you yeah. Yeah, that's the easiest one to do and you know yeah. the trick there is to look at the downloads and see which ones had the most downloads oh okay and now you, then you know it's a good sound because there's so many of them right yeah. So then I always look and it's like, oh, that one's got sixty-eight thousand views or uh, downloads. That must be a good one. Yeah. Okay. Right? So that's what, that's actually where I got the sound of the the forging hammer oh, yeah? in the in the intro. And nice. um, I still need to go. Like I I use quite a few sounds from them, and I still yeah. want to go back and like contribute some sounds that I yeah. recorded just to kind of give back to them because I didn't donate anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I you, you can load them in there for them and stuff. There's uh, nice. And you had quite a few that we produced over the years. Quite a few. From sound sound effects. effects, yeah, that was from scratch that we made. Oh, yeah. So we had these Foley parties in my class. Those were fun. Yeah, and we... And the, their highlight was that they got to break glass. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't enjoy breaking glass? Right. <laughs> but it was quite dangerous, I'm telling you. <laughs> we had a big, humongous box... And then we would they had a top over it and they would crash the 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 bottles inside the box right, but it, it was it was nerve wracking. <laughs> Everybody had to wear goggles, these oh, yeah. safety goggles, and they get crash. And I'm like, oh my gosh, nobody killed themselves. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah, but yeah, if they actually knew we were doing that, they probably would have told me I couldn't do it. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, those were a lot of fun. That was that was uh, right around the time the. Um, at least the first studio. I imagine they got more studios now in that building, but like the first audio studio was yeah. really. Uh, we still have the same one and it looks exactly the same. Looks exactly the same. <laughs> With the exact same equipment. <laughs> Man, I really should have delayed going to college because I, I wanted to go to school for audio engineering. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I could only go to IEPUI. And that was in like 2003 and 2004. And they didn't have anything, yeah. They had nothing. No. Yeah, yeah, they said IU Bloomington would not allow them to have any music programs. Yeah. Wow. And so I took a business of music course yeah. and took some guitar courses. And that's pretty much all that was available. Oh, and it made man. me real sad and I just wasted the rest of my time in college. Well, that 2003 yeah. is when I started. I developed the courses for the media arts program. And that's when I – uh, my first class was 2003. Wow. that I taught there. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I developed all those courses during that time. And you started that because you, you came in there and you were a student, right? Yeah, I was and a master's student. Yeah, and they were doing some horrible things with audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told my teacher. I'm like, I, so there was a project, and the project was supposed to be digital effects. And when you say digital effects, what do you think of? Video. Video, yeah. Right? 
Well, I'm like, okay, let me teach you about digital effects that you guys are not using right now <laughs> that you should be using. <laughs> so, I, and, and my whole project was about how the class was doing these terrible things to audiophiles <laughs> and that they needed to fix those. And then they, they called me and they're like, do you, can you teach this stuff? And I'm like, I would love to teach this stuff. You know, <laughs> I enjoy doing this and I love teaching. So it would be a good fit for us to do that. And so that's when they asked me to develop the courses for it. And I presented to them and then they said, oh, this looks great. Let's do it. And so I started teaching. And it was just me teaching all, all three of those courses. And then we got help. You know, and, and then we had three instructors at one point teaching those oh, courses. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and nowadays you're uh, technically a part of the School of Music now. That was a... The... No, actually it's a School of Engineering Technology. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's changed quite a bit since I've been there. Yeah, so okay. we became part of the School of Engineering. It's Purdue School of Engineering Technology, but we're the only department that gets an IU degree. <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah. Which is good because IU has a good name for music, right? Okay. And the course is actually uh, Music, Art, and Technology. And they also have a music therapy program right now. Oh, cool. Yeah. And they have not only that, but the, the bachelor's, but now they have, they have the master's and they have a doctorate program. Mm. So you can get a doctorate degree in music technology. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty cool. Impressive. Yeah. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I, don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm ready for all of that, Ricardo. <laughs> You'd be able to handle it, no problem there, Ryan. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle the debt. That's <laughs> oh, right? That's, that's where I'm at. Still managing some of that. Still managing quite a large amount of that. Uh, this but, podcast has got to take off and make you guys a bunch of money or something. That's, that's, we'll see. I mean, hopefully that's... That's that's the plan, right? Yeah, you just jinxed us. I, I hope... <laughs> <laughs> jinxed us in a good way, in the good, the good jinx. Is jinx really a bad word? I, I will I pass know. it on. Yeah. Make sure you just got to put it on all the chatters and all the, you know, for the different cities or something. I don't know. Well, the cool thing about it is that um, it, it's it's a. I mean, the goal is that we eventually want to make this a platform for creatives, so that we can find creatives that kind of need that little bit of a boost, and then yeah. have them on and let them talk about what they do. I think it's all interesting, interesting content. It's a yeah. lot of fun, um, but it, it's a it's a thing that automatically generates its own audience. You know, yeah, it, it can yeah. be tricky, like as a musician, to find people to listen to your music other than your friends. Right, right. But when you're doing podcasts with people, if I do a podcast with an artist, like all of his friends are going to listen to it. Absolutely, then, then yeah. They yeah. might tag on and yeah. Yeah, and you know, stuff. maybe what you guys got to do at some point is like have somebody show something cool, you know, yeah. and that will get people interested more, even more than, you know, sure. something like that. Yeah. A, a process or something cool that you came up with or you learned or something. You know, it doesn't have some, it doesn't have to be something you came up with, just something that's cool that you know that people appreciate. Like uh, Louis. Yeah, Killer uh, Louis impression. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. Perfect. Oh, that's, that's definitely going to be an isolated clip. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Hopefully we don't what, get in any copyright trouble. What have I trouble. done? What have you done? It was a live performance. That, uh, that's there you go. That's okay, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's completely original. Yeah. So, <laughs> Just not in composition. Uh, right. And I, I'm... I'm sorry not to like derail the the flow of things, but Ricardo, do you have a, a hard out today? Do we need he, to? He does at twelve, I believe, right? It, so yeah, I have to that. actually I have to teach a class 
at um, one thirty. I think I'm ready to go. So I made sure I was done, set to go. So I should be okay for a little bit. Okay, I don't know cool. what time you guys got. Okay, it's a eleven forty six right now. Okay. Quarter till yeah. 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 Well, just just to to, to kind of keep things going, you know, along a uh, a useful and potentially you know beneficial uh, train. You've got loads of experience, both you know, b- behind the keys, um, mm-hmm. manning you know the the helm of the mixing board. We our our listener base definitely covers like a, a large amount of different types of creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say? Because we've noticed it, just in doing this, we've noticed a ton of overlaps between industries between what artists deal with and what entrepreneurs deal with what 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 have you noticed from where you sit that you would say is broadly applicable whether it's music whether it's uh filmmaking whether it's visual arts that's, I mean, wh- that's a really good question you know to me i think you know there's audio in everything sure and so it's really applicable to a lot of different things. So if you're doing a video, if you're doing a website, if you're doing an iPhone app, if you're doing all these different things, you have multiple things that you can deal with with audio. Mm-hmm. You know, you have sound effects, you have the music, you have voiceovers, you know. So those all overlap within all of these different um, things. And so a lot of different businesses can don't even know that they need audio person or something like that. So I, I think it's useful to be able to have these skills so that you can communicate the, you know, the client, what they need, you know, sure. whatever it is. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a, a very frequently overlooked aspect of media projects. Yeah. Um, people think that, seem to think that you know just having a video guy is enough but if you really think about it like a video is encompassing two completely different senses you know and yeah um, and it's interesting how audio can really influence what's going on like you know people like ricardo and i when we go to a movie theater like we're really noticing when those things are kind of happening like i think both he and i we have to sit like right in the middle of the movie yeah (laughs) (laughs) and um we we have a deep appreciation for that, but a lot of it's very subconscious to most people. Yeah, like they sure. don't even realize that it's that Isn't they're being there. influenced emotionally by right. by the music and the sound effects that are happening. But um, yeah, definitely an emotional influence. Yeah, yeah. So, Does well, it just take you completely out of the experience if like if the mix is bad and and oh, levels yeah. are way oh, off? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Now I've I've. I've actually complained at a movie theater that the sound was bad. I mean, I'm that guy, okay? So, <laughs> I'd like my money back, please. Yeah, it's like but, I came to the movie theater for a movie theater experience. I have a movie theater in my house, but I came over here <laughs> because I wanted a 3D, you know, like I only go to the movie theater if it's like 3D stereoscopic videos, right. mm. you know, and then, of course, for the sound, you know, and then it's fun to take the kids and, you know, have fun there. But... If it's not good, then I complain. Yeah. And they <laughs> will, like, they'll give I'm you like, a voucher for, for your yeah. your thing next time. So Yeah. I don't really know that they would fix it, you know. I'm not sure if they sometimes they do. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a few times I've gone to a movie theater and I've 
I've I've complained too, and that like uh, yeah. there there was one theater in uh, in Tucson, and everything about the theater was great. It's just the sound was just a little too loud, oh. and me as a musician cranking a guitar into my brain constantly, yeah. I can't be the only one saying it's too loud because <laughs> right. I've got some definite hearing loss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the sound is a big deal. I think huge deal. when you go to a movie theater, you know. Especially so. with with dialogue, I I have noticed in theaters yeah. where the sound has been way too loud, yeah. it gets garbled. You yeah. know, like I I lose <laughs> like there are no subtitles on this you know English spoken movie. Yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Netflix yeah. at home, I don't have to worry about it. Right. I just, just you know read yeah. all the dialogue. Uh, don't get me wrong, I don't complain all the time. It's just when it's bad. <laughs> when, it's, when it's bad, <laughs> and you paid money for it. Yeah, you know? exactly right. I mean, you know, Ricardo comes from a very different culture of Brazil. I mean, like, it's it's very normal over there for people to haggle a lot more often, you know? Like, oh, yeah. that was one thing that yeah. I remember you telling me. And I started doing that <laughs> everywhere. And, they and started, it works, right? It <laughs> works, you know? <laughs> you know, just asking, like, hey, can I get a discount on that? They're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love throwing in the, is there a teacher discount on this? Teacher <laughs> discount. I'm going to start using that one. I, I tell you what, I go over here, I get teacher discounts. They actually have those for nice. like your tires for your car and for like all the kinds of stuff, you know. You can just ask for it. Don't do it. Nice. Yeah. Well, I teach Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so hopefully that might uh hmm. Well, might, there you go. That's yeah. where your Brazilian comes from. That's right. What can I say I teach? <laughs> um, I teach uh art interpretation. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You just don't just don't say that. Just ask for a teacher's discount. You're not That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You know, I have a channel over here that's twenty four seven fights. Like, oh wow, yeah, Combati, which is it's a Brazilian channel. Oh, cool. Nice. But it's it's basically they have jujitsu in there, and they have the M UFC and all the MMA stuff in there, and they have judo and karate. It's all it's twenty four seven. Nice, it's pretty cool. There needs to be more stuff like that. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. I, I go get my um, I go get my haircut at the sport clips, and they're always playing like. Uh, I don't know, like some football or, you know. Oh, some, I know. And I'm just like, man. That's me crazy. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say soccer because I know you like soccer, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't have enough soccer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind so much if I sat down and I was watching some fights and stuff. That'd be great. Yeah. But. Into it. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, I had a, I had a question kind of tailing back to when you started doing music. Like what was your, what were your, what were your like early inspirations for, for like, for getting into music? Like what made you really want to pick up the piano? I just love music, man. Just all of yeah. it. Yeah. I, I just, I just enjoyed listening to it, singing. It was just one of those things, you know? And then, and I was like, and what, what happened was all of, so all of my cousins, you know, I had nine female cousins, and then there was the three of us, my brothers, and <laughs> there's three boys, and then all of the rest were girls for a lot of the my, my you know, my cousins. And then I finally, we actually got two other boys, uh, you know, as the time went by. But mainly, we were the older ones, right? And all of the girls, my grandmother bought pianos for each one of the families that had girls. But not for our family, because <laughs> oh. <laughs> we were all boys, sure. right? <laughs> so I and I was the only one that was, I was uh, very interested in it, you know. But we didn't have a piano, so we went one time to when we were here. We went to a music store to look for something for my cousin, 
you know, I don't think I think it was a book or she was looking for an organ or something that she wanted to check out. And so I we went in there. This guy starts showing me stuff, you know, the salesman. And I'm like, I love this. I just I need to do this. And so I would my dad would give us each five bucks to go in to play the arcade games. I would pocket mine. And go, <laughs> this is in the mall, right? Sure. So I'd go in the mall and then I'd go into the music store and, and just keep my money. You know, and just have a ton of fun playing the keyboards there the whole time. And they would show me cool things and then I learned it and then next thing you know, my mom got me a teacher and then and she really knew I was interested because one day we went to a garage sale and I basically there was a keyboard there. Real crappy one of those. It had like, you turned the thing on it's it like you know, and it was like you could hear the air, it was an air thing, right? Sure. And they wanted a hundred bucks for that thing. And my mom was like, nah, I'm not buying that piece of junk. You know? And I'm like, I will buy it with my own money. And I pulled out a hundred dollars that I had saved from not going to the arcade games and going to the music store. And I bought that thing with my own money. And then wow. she knew I was really interested in it and then got me a teacher, you know? So that's, beautiful. that's, that's, how, awesome. that's how it started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was there... Could you say that at that time there was anyone that you wanted to be like any any musical idols that you wished you could you could kind of emulate? You know, it was about 1983 that this happened, and so the big one that was at the time was Billy Joel. Okay, okay. I really enjoyed Billy Joel, and and then you know, of course, Elton John's music, sure. the piano. You know, he's all these piano guys. You know, yeah. I was pop. You know, I was eleven, right? So. <laughs> And ten and eleven, so it was like the those were the pop music that I was playing at the time, and that's what I would listen to, you know. So I enjoyed those guys, and then of course my mom always liked the old boleros and things like that, and I grew up listening to those, so I always enjoyed those, and so I played lots and lots of you know Latin music from very young, you know. So I I still know them today. So like the stuff you learn when you're ten. You keep forever. Sure. Like mm. I can play every single one of those songs. No problem. Mm. You know. Yeah. So. I guess I picked up guitar a little late then, huh? I was 13. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything from when I was 13. Oh, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Except Under the Bridge. Under the Bridge, I remember that song pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, okay. Um, what, what kind of, uh, this is kind of taking a left turn a little bit, but I'm curious what kind of classes that you're teaching nowadays, like what do some of the projects over there look like? Okay. So yeah, no, I have actually, I've been teaching, um, I'm teaching music and computers as a course, which is introduction to music production. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of fun in there. Like the first project that the students have to do, they basically have to interview somebody in a class about you know stuff you know and just to get to know them but they, they and then i have them tell tell me a scary story or tell me a funny story about something that happened to you and then they have to incorporate make up a story from scratch it doesn't have to be true <laughs> but they have to incorporate some of the things that they said into their story and it has to be about that person <laughs> so they they make the whole thing up from scratch you know and then they have to they so they record it that's one week worth of work. And then the next time they have to edit it, they put sound effects in it. They have to use four different dig digital signal processors. So reverb and delay or whatever you want to put on it. Pitch shift, you know, change the pitch of the voice or whatever. 
and to tell the story. And then they, they have to put music in it as well. So they have to edit the sound. And they, so it's a lot of fun, you know, and then they come up at the end, you have like apocalypse, you know, stories and like <laughs> scary movie things, you know, it's like all these different ideas, you know, talk shows type of thing, you know. So it's a lot of fun. The students like that. And then we have another project that they actually have to produce something with the keyboard. So keyboard is actually part of something that they have to purchase. Okay. Yeah. So they actually get a MIDI keyboard and then we trigger things with the software um, in the computer so that they can, you know, learn how to program. So they program the drum beat, the bass line, and then another instrument and they make a groove. And then the following project, they learn some music theory stuff, and then they actually have to play the chords that I tell them what chords they are, and they have to produce something using those chords. And then the final project, this is really cool. You're going to like this. They basically run my my studio remotely. So I bring in an artist, a professional singer. He goes in there, and then they can, I put a camera out here so they can see him, and then it's all streamed to them live. And they run... I give them control to all my equipment and they can from remotely control all my equipment in here. It's amazing. And so That's they talk awesome. to, they learn how to talk to the client, how to run the session, how to do the, the producing of it. We actually sit in here uh, or I sit in here. They sit in their homes right now and uh, <laughs> we write the song, the lyrics to the song. So they come up, we have, they pick, I pick three songs to work with. Okay at the end of the semester. So we have 20 students. I pick three songs and then I put everybody into groups to write the songs. Yeah. And then we should, at the end of the day, after six hours, it's a six hours process. Uh, we have a fully recorded song with all the parts and lyrics, everything recorded. You know, if there's like guitar solos, we people will do it remotely and then put the file in the, in the same file and it, it, it works. It's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That sounds like a fun class. Oh, like, yeah. I might have to register next semester. Hey, I don't know. come yeah. on down. You'd be great. <laughs> Make, making me want to re-enroll. Right. <laughs> Jesus. That's Yeah, Ricardo's classes were, were the best, man. They were always I so I appreciate that, man. That's fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I can't even like separate. Uh, there, was, there was the three, the beginner, intermediate, and advanced classes, but they all just kind of blur together in my mind. They were all just so much fun. Yeah, it's because, it's, like I said, it's everything's additive. So I would teach one thing, and then you would use that thing, and then learn something new, and then use another thing, and learn something new, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Well, I think yeah. uh, I think we're at a pretty good point to start wrapping up. And we've been asking right. this question a lot, um, and we've been getting some pretty interesting results from a lot of different people, and I think uh -oh. you'd have a lot of uh, good input on this one. But what would you recommend um, – like, what would your advice be to somebody who is starting off in some type of creative venture or maybe just starting something really hard? And this mm -hmm. can be a really broad thing. Like maybe they're starting a business or maybe they're even enrolling in college and they're about to, you know, take a big leap with their life and do something productive and positive with it. Mm -hmm. Like what, what kind of uh, advice would you impart to somebody like that? Well, that's a good question. And, and to me, I think that anything you want to do, I think you just have to put your heart into it and then just, you know, do, do your research, you know, and then just take the bull by the horn. I always tell my students, take the bull by the horn. You know, don't be afraid of it. Just go ahead and do it. Like I bought that camera. I don't know what I'm doing with it. I don't <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I'm taking it and I'm going to learn it. Yeah. And I have one week to do it because I'm going to use it for that project that I'm, that's coming up, right? 
So I think you learn by doing it. Mm-hmm. And so pick what you want to do, do a little research on what you need and how to best complete this, the task. Don't be afraid of messing it up, you know, because it will just keep getting better and better. And then if you want, need to redo it at a later time, you can come back and redo something, right? So I always tell students, like, don't be afraid of it. Failure is going to happen, right? Actually, you grow from failure. Everybody knows this, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I always sh- tell my students the example of um, my friend Patrick. Patrick has been to The Voice over 30 times. He's auditioned over 30 times to The Voice. He's an incredible singer. You know Patrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's incredible. Yeah, he's amazing. He's, he sings higher than most women that I know. And he's, he, he, do the, he does all the Journey songs and <laughs> yeah. do, them, do them like really well, right? And so he's been through the first section of it, the first um, audition, once. And then he oversang it and then he didn't get through. But um, he's, his philosophy is he, do, he keeps going. It's like playing the lottery. You know, if you don't try it, you're not going to get there. Right. You know, and he's 65 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So, but he's not giving up. He's still doing it. And he has, he has having fun with it. So I always tell people, have fun. Whatever you're going to do, have some fun, yeah. you know, learn something and then apply it, you know, see what, how it goes. Yeah. yeah. That's great, man. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's like foundational yeah, like, basically. Yeah. Necessary. Wow. Well, cool. We'll uh, we'll go ahead and break down and get out of your hair. Um, <laughs> thanks again for for joining us and hey, letting us in your in your studio. Um, where can our listener learn more about Ricardo Laranja and Ro- Laranja Studios? It's funny that just the screen popped on right, <laughs> right when I said Laranja Studios right yeah. here. Here I Talking am. Talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. You. They can find me on Facebook. It's Laranja Studios, or you know, they there's you can find Ricardo Laranja if you type any. Google search, you'll find pages and pages of stuff that I've done and student projects. I bet you your your projects in there somewhere. Man, I'm gonna have to start Ooh. looking. There's a yeah nice. a YouTube channel. You can find me on there as well. So it's Ricardo Laranja. So find it on there. There's funny videos. There's videos of my son playing when he was in first grade playing that Pirates of the Caribbean song I played for you. Yeah. <laughs> he was playing that and with the lo- another little boy playing the cello. Nice. And they. He jammed out, man. He, I had him <laughs> all dressed up as a pirate. And then there's a, there's actually a video in there of my wife teaching people how to cut watermelon. Because hmm. she's got a pretty unique way that she does it. And it's like, it's like wow. That's just like all the chunks are already there. I could just eat. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, different videos of me. Actually, there's a lot of um, recording sessions recorded on there. So you can, people can go and just watch it. Sometimes I do them live. So I'll have like a live session and uh, it shows me with a client working together or something like that. Yeah, I dropped in on a few of those while yeah. I was still on the West Coast. and That's right. So just popped in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't do them very much anymore. You, normally you got to get permission from the client to do it and some of them don't want to have that. So I yeah. haven't been doing a lot of them lately, but, but those are fun. And, yeah. then, and then you also mentioned uh, when we came in that you're uh, you're doing a podcast as well. Curmudgeons, is that yeah, right? Yeah, Curmudgeons with a K. With a K. Curmudgeons yeah. with a K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
it just looked cool. <laughs> What's but, that podcast all about? So this is basically uh, four guys, uh, four dads sure. from the West Side here, you know, just talking about whatever. So it's kind of like this. I and mean, we just sit down and just very organic, you know, just talk about whatever's going on, you know, and have comments and stuff. And we're different ethnicities and, and, and it's, it's just a lot of cool perspectives on things that we experience. And it's a lot of fun. So, Where's cool. that available? Uh, that's we have a. You can find us on Facebook on that one. Okay. Yeah, there's a Facebook page for that. Yeah. Cool. I'll have to. I'll have to seek that out. As a dad, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, thank you guys right, for well, coming, uh, and it's great amazing, seeing you, Ryan. Yeah, and you great know, to see you too, brother. Yeah. It's, you know, I always like having the good students show up and <laughs> do stuff. You know, <laughs> the good students, the bad ones. Stay away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay home. That's right. Quarantine. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> very important. Yeah. Don't don't come to Ricardo's house. Yes, yeah. don't. I'm just happy to see that you got all this equipment. You brought all this over here, you know, and you, and it sounds good and it's looking good. It's, it's, you guys are doing exactly what you're supposed to do and it sound, it's going to be good. Cool. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Well done. That, that means a lot coming from you, man. Hey, I appreciate, I appreciate that. appreciate it. <laughs> you think you can uh, you can give us a little outro? Play, play us out. Play us Jeez. out, Ricardo. <laughs> what do you guys want to hear? Just a little tune. Whatever's off oh, the top of your head. Oh just play, just play the entertainer so I can tap dance out the door. Oh, the entertainer? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I bet you I have a honky tonk in here somewhere. <laughs> All right, everybody, <laughs> that's our episode. Thanks for stopping in. Be sure to tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Hey, my pleasure. <laughs>